the Pink Cloud Nine Vodcast. How's everybody doing? I'm having a fabulous week. I have a really amazing guest today. The one, the only author, J.G. Blodgett. Hey, how's it going? Good, good. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it very much. I'm glad I'm glad uh, you know that we are able to connect and uh have this time because we want I, I want to know and we all want to know um about your books and the fantasy writing that you do and you know tell us about your latest book that was published. All right. Um well it's uh first book in the series called The Gate Key Chronicles. Uh the book is entitled The Dark Light, um which is kind of named after the villain in the book. Gotcha. And essentially, it is kind of a grounded fantasy to set everyone up for uh, the rest of the series, which will be uh, delving a little deeper into that fantasy. Mm. Uh, So it's a grounded fantasy in the fact that it's all set right here on planet Earth, where we all know things. And uh, there's some some of those fantasy elements that start to kind of just ease everyone into it. Um, Essentially, though, it's about a boy from a broken home. Uh, Mm. His world essentially is broken. And Mm. a young girl comes into his life as the new girl in school. Uh, he quickly befriends her and realizes that she is, uh, there's more to her than what it seems. Mm. So, uh, as he slowly gets to know her and she slowly gets to trust him, she reveals her secrets, uh, without giving away too many spoilers, right. uh, <laughs> reveals her secret that she actually holds the key to another world. Nice. So, uh, in addition to that, she reveals to him that she's been waiting for him and that he is, uh, her keeper, her, her protector, essentially, that is meant to help her reach that world. Um, cool. as she gets to know him more, she actually reveals even more of this, this prophecy that, that she belongs to and about how she is actually meant to help heal his broken world as a kind of a term of condition for her to earn her place That's and go take cool. her rightful spot in the world she is meant to go home to. So, Wow, I love it. That is so cool. So how many books in the series is it going to be? Uh, I'm hoping that there's going to be about nine books. So mm-hmm. essentially three trilogies. Oh. Uh, the first trilogy uh, will be kind of about the, this first battle with the Dark Light, okay. and then we go into the second book where we actually delve completely into the fantasy world that is connected to our world, yeah. um, and then they, we get to see a little bit more of the Dark Light and, and see like maybe a final battle, maybe not, uh, depends on if the Dark Light can uh, you know, gain its power back over mm-hmm. the series, and then... Um, the book, the third book in this first trilogy is essentially going to be kind of a, a prequel. It's going to go back, and we're going to see how the whole world was created and, hmm. and everything that went on, the strife that was created over time, yeah. and see kind of the birth of the Dark Light. So hmm. um, kind of had an idea at first to call the first trilogy or unofficially have it known eventually as the Dark Light Trilogy so we can kind of hmm. just see that whole lineage of how things happen. But... Uh, I'm toying around with different names for the second book, even though I do have it on the website as The Dark Light Falls, um, just because there's, like, there's actually quite a few books out there with The Dark Light in the title, so to be more original, gotcha. so kind of toying with uh, a working title. Oh, okay. Sounds... You've been doing your research and the homework that comes with that. That's good. Um, sometimes I do things and I just assume that it's the first time that it's been done and go with that don't do that people don't do that do your research do your homework um do a lot of uh market research also helps so okay cool uh tell us about gatekey publishing uh so essentially gatekey publishing is uh is my own entity um 
it is, I, I quickly learned, as you were just saying, actually, it's funny you mentioned doing your research and finding out how to do things. Um, I was about to publish with Amazon and let them have the, give me the free ISBN, uh, a little tip for writers if you want to own your own work. Um, if, if Amazon gives you an ISBN, they essentially own your work. Mm. Um, so I didn't know that, and I, I happened to read a blog from someone like yourself who just puts out content um, and, and gives people good info, and mm. I, I read that. I read that, okay, if you let them give you the free ISBN, it won't be yours. So mm. I did some research, what ISBNs were all about, and found out that uh, I can get my own ISBNs, you know, great deals on Bowker.com, and therefore I just bought 10 of them in hopes to write nine books and maybe some more, um, and then made it my own. And then uh, a little more research, a little more reading of blogs, found out that that essentially makes you a publisher. I mean, yeah. it, it makes you your own publishing house. So cool. I was like, cool, you know, I always love this game, Gatekey. Um, it, it's, it's got a long history. If we can get into that, uh, I don't know, but it's got a long history, the Gatekey mm -hmm. name. So I was like, okay, Gatekey Publishing. It'll be like the flagship book series cool. for that publishing house. Then we'll do more, such as children's books and and, and really anything that I can, uh, uh, that'll come out of my brain that I can get down on paper. So. Awesome, awesome. Speaking of children's books, tell us about um, the the recent one, that the children's book that... And by the way, everybody, um, J.G. Blodgett's... Uh, <laughs> all of a sudden I like blanked out sorry about that but uh his uh website is in the description box so you can click at any time and you can check out his Instagram his Facebook and also there's promo codes and tell us about the promo codes uh yeah I actually have uh several promo codes and uh, most of them for an audiobook okay uh there's an audiobook version uh narrated by Zach uh, Alman, he's uh, amazing and does some amazing work and really brought a whole different dimension to the book that I didn't even think about. Um, so definitely, I, I've given you three codes right now. They're first come, first serve on, on that website. Therefore, once they've been used, they're gone. Uh, but I have several more. So if you get any requests for people that want more, just let me know. I keep track of when they've been used up and then offer up new ones uh, whenever I can. Um, there's also an ebook, and that mm -hmm. one is uh, basically multi-use. So it's just a code. It's a promo code you put in. So instead of getting it for $2.99 on Smashwords, you can get it for um, uh, for free. And that one I'm going to just run indefinitely and see where it goes. I would love ultimately to make my first book permanent free uh, for okay. for as long as I can just to get people reading and hopefully they enjoy it and jump on for the series. Cool. So we have a comment. Lavinia says, hello from the Netherlands. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, I actually get a lot of people uh, that go to my website from when I track it that are um, uh, from across the pond, which is pretty cool. Nice. I mean, I, I actually, my editor is, uh, I believe he's Australian. Um, cool. And he, he kind of brought a whole different kind of feel to it as well. And I'm um, hoping that it'll have some appeal in the United Kingdom and you know, the Netherlands and wherever else, you know, it's hopefully it'll, it'll be more than just, uh, something in the States. So. Cool. Cool. Yeah. So your website has a children's book section. So tell us about that. We're going back to the children's book. So. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, ultimately that was just uh, a really neat thing. My daughter was in second grade and she had an idea for a short story as part of a class project that she was graded on. And, it was really just a, a cute little hilarious story. You know, in second grade, they don't write a lot. They just write a little bit. Yeah. And, and uh, it's kind of kind of crude. But the ultimate story was about how this girl happened upon a tiger in the middle of the jungle doing, mm -hmm. doing his business. Mm 
Wow. And that's <laughs> cute. Moment for both of them. Um, cool. But her teacher raved about it. She loved the story. She loved the creativity. So we, we took that. I sat down with my daughter and we said, okay, you know, we can make a whole story out of this. But right now it's just an idea. You know, most of the time we just get the idea first. So we thought about, you know, some kind of topic we could write on that's relevant and probably always going to be relevant. Yeah. And ultimately, Tiffany's tip, uh, the bully and the bully, uh, ended up being the idea. We, we based it on bullying, uh, more specifically on understanding the bully and why they might be grumpy or angry or or something like that. And it's, uh, it's at a very elementary level. It's not like a, a bully that really sets out every day to go torment kids. It's just somebody who's having a bad day and and uh, puts, a, puts a thread out there, and it's all about Tiffany's journey to understand why something so horrible would even happen. So it's pretty cool what it turned out to be. Cool. Cool. What uh, genre are your books under? Um, I would say they're definitely under fantasy. Okay. Um, I'm a Christian writer, so there are okay. some uh, heavy undertones, but I've had several people read it, and they're like, I didn't even get that. So they gotcha. don't even see that it's a Christian book. Um, I assume a Christian that would read it might see that there's like uh, metaphorical characters uh, that relate to certain people in the Bible, but for the most part, it is uh, just a straight fantasy. Um, hashtags I always do is like epic fantasy, dark fantasy, because okay. I was a horror writer for a long time doing screenplays, and oh. I, I, there always seems to be a horror element that comes into my books, and you know that battle between good and evil yeah. is just, I, I think, fascinates a lot of people, so I still lean on that heavily to make sure my my fantasy is uh uh coming through as something uh heavy and real even if it is just a middle grade book cool so tell us how long have you been writing for uh, probably since uh, you were a kid huh <laughs> yeah, for a while yeah i've mm-hmm. uh, I'm sure i've written things several times elementary and middle school but uh seriously writing i guess since mm-hmm. about high school um i started mm-hmm. getting into screenplays uh, probably like multiple people after watching a few quentin tarantino movies mm-hmm. and just kind of thinking like oh wow this is cool you know i can do this um and then throughout college i got into uh, filmmaking that's what i went to school for mm-hmm. uh, made a few shorts and whatnot and then yeah ultimately just just uh keeping it going from there and uh, recently i just thought I'd try and turn a couple of my screenplays into novels and see where that goes. Yeah. So, so some of the, uh, so the story, so you wrote the screenplay first and then kind of took some, some info from there and then wrote the book. Is that what, that is so cool. Yeah, I did. I did. Uh, the, the screenplay was called The Gatekeep and, okay. uh, it started out actually as part of a short screenplay competition. We were to write 10 pages and they, they gave us the object genre and the object was an egg hmm. so I was like oh my gosh what am I gonna do with this um but like all my good ideas just driving in the car one day listening to some kind of music that makes something click I had this idea that the egg would be kind of an enchanted object maybe even a key to another world and it started from there okay um developed over time and, and, and kind of became its own thing until it was a feature length screenplay that just really elaborated on the original idea um, but then, actually, I was listening to um, C.S. Lewis series, uh, mm-hmm. The Chronicles of Narnia, on audiobook over mm-hmm. several trips back and forth from Nevada to Arizona, and mm-hmm. that's when I kind of had the idea that the gate key can actually be part of a whole other world. And mm-hmm. I was actually working on a children's book called The Adventures of Captain Bebo Zizu, and I didn't even think for a long time that those could be connected, but that's where it ended up connecting our world with this other world called Toria, where Captain Zizu lives. Um, and it kind of just developed from there. Then I started 
having these crazy visions and all these things that it can be. Um, and then uh, when I first did the first book and had to create a timeline to explain it better, that's when it really blew up. And I was like, oh my gosh, you know, this timeline has so much on it and can have so much more on it. So. Mm. Very cool, very cool. So, um, I always ask this, I like to ask this, how many pages uh, are the books? Like the one that just recently came out? Uh, the one that I have out right now is probably about, I think it shows it on Amazon, it's a page count of 247 or 246. Okay. Cool. Um, I might be wrong, I might be in the 220s. Uh, but it's over 200, a little yeah. over, and I'm hoping that as each book goes on, They'll just take on a life of their own, so I don't know what the page count's usually going to cool. be. I know even middle grade readers are just wanting to devour some serious books these days. So right, right now, the way the story's going for the second book, it really feels like it's going to be double that, um, okay. but uh, we'll see. Cool. And is it under young adult YA, or is it uh, the... Um, the Okay, who would you like recommend this book to? Like, uh, what age groups? Um, I mean, honestly, just because of books that are out there, not that mine is even close to in comparison, but like Harry Potter is a middle grade book, but it appeals to so many people. So I would hope that my book appeals to several people. Um, It's really borderline on being middle grade to young adult, just because the kids are young, so it's middle grade. There's not a lot of like young adult romance stuff, so it's not young adult. Okay. Um, But I I would say it definitely immediately appeals to that middle grade all the way up to the young adult category. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Awesome. So we're, uh, you know, coming on the end of the t- our time together. What uh, would you say to um, writers out there that are looking to publish or write or like, you know, if you've ever gone through writer's block or how do you, you know, get through that? What would you tell, you know, writers uh, out there that could use your advice? Um, ultimately just to keep going and do your research, um, get something out there, you know, get it all down on paper at least. And then once you start talking to your editor, you'll really see what it can be and what it can become. Um, and get out there and, and, uh, network with other creatives like yourself, Catherine, and like other people that are out there that just want to work together and help us all to be successful. So don't be afraid to, to put it down on paper, see what it's worth. And uh, I promise you there's a, there's a, there's an audience out there for almost everything that's written. Cool. Perfect. Perfectly said. Thank you so much, JG Blodgett, for being on the show today. And remember, everybody, his website is in the description box, so you can check out his website. There is a C.S. Lewis quote in there. I saw that. <laughs> there's a blog section. It's a good website, so y'all check it out and use the promo codes. Thank you so much for being here today. Awesome. Thank you, Catherine. Everybody have a wonderful rest of the day, and we'll talk soon. Thank you for watching and listening to the Pink Cloud 9 podcast.